Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. Okay, I've got something controversial to say that I don't think should be controversial. Look, that's an interesting start. <laughs> Digimon is better than Pokemon. Objectively. Digimon is objectively better than Pokemon. <laughs> I had to finally just get up and leave the room. Welcome I'm back. Pu- I'm going to push through. <laughs> Welcome back to Pudding Voice, the podcast about everything and nothing. Every week we ramble, see so I can do it now, on about something nerdy, review and rate classic album numbers of the beast, and finally discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in Pudding of the Week. I'm Blore. I'm Nawa. <laughs> and we are the Pudding Boys. I've been playing a, a little bit, just a sliver of the new Digimon game, Digimon Survive. Now, you'd be forgiven for not knowing where this sits in the grand scheme of things, because Digimon games are wild in terms of like there's there's a lot of different series of Digimon games. I guess there are with Pokemon as well. There are. Because you've got the Pokemon Ranger more games. Clearly in yeah. their lane, aren't they? Po- like, now, if you get Pokemon Snap, yes. you know what you're you know you're not getting a mainline Pokemon. Game. I think I know why this is. So let's just summarize some of the Pokemon. You've got the the mainline games yep. are just Pokemon followed by colour or thing. Yes. And they are clearly mainline. Then you've got the Let's Go series, which is brand new. You've got the Snap series, which has only got two entries. The real two are the Mystery Dungeon and the Ranger series. Yeah. You then have your single standalones, your Pokemon Dash, your uh, Cafe Remix, whatever it's called, all that nonsense. Yeah, and your mobile kind of games. And like your, your mobile trash, Jump yeah. And that kind of Our Magikarp Jump was amazing. Digimon starts with Digimon World. The that Digimon was the World one way series. you had to raise them, wasn't it? It's like a Tamagotchi with extra. Like, it's really cool. With a lot more work. Yeah, <laughs> no, a lot more a work. Lot more and a lot more it... heartbreaking when it dies. I think I, I raised one and then gave up and never t- touched it again. And so... It's very hard to legitimately get your Digimon to, like, a mega level. Or I think you can only get to Ultimate in, in the first Digimon world. It's very hard to actually do that. I had a cheat CD from a magazine oh. that I could like alter the stats. It wouldn't let me make my Digimon live longer, but it would let it get to Mega because it was so like good and strong that it could fight off its pooing itself disease that they always got. So back on back on it. Digimon World was an RPG mixed with a Tamagotchi, mixed with like a base building type thing. Then Digimon World 2003, which is the second Digimon World, I think, yes, is a normal turn-based RPG where you have a squad. I think that's the last one I played. The 2003? Yeah. It's, it, it, it's it didn't a bit like land. a cross between Mon and... A bit of like the Nino Kuni kind of Kind dynamic, of, but it was, it? it was pixelated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it had the bear on the front. It was quite yeah. cool. So that was the sequel, I think. And then Digimon World 3 is on the PlayStation 2, I think. And I think it's not very good. But that is like a hack and slash. So you can see the problem with the Digimon World series, which is the main line, really. 
there's others that came after it. There's been a modern reboot, which is brilliant but brutal. And then there's loads that only came out in Japan in the middle. But the Digimon World series is the mainline ones. They're the poster child, but there's no consistency there. Well, yeah, in terms I mean, of style. We've, we've moaned about Pokemon before because it does quite like if it's not if the story isn't good, yeah, or the characters aren't good, it gets really stale really quickly. Yeah, X and, name me a character from X and Y. I actually, uh, mm, there's the the person that had the Lucarios that gave you one of the Lucarios. Is that X and Y? That was X and Y. Uh, so I don't yeah. I don't remember anything about the person. I remember someone gives you a Lucario. No, yeah, so I can't remember the professor from that game either, no. or any of the gym leaders. I can't remember the 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 enemy. Was no. that? Yeah, so it was Team Flare. They're the was. worst. Yeah, because yeah. the Ultra Beast, the one after, was like the Ultra Sun. Lysander, there's a character from it, the leader of Team Flare. I, uh, I, yeah. thought I wouldn't rubbish. have even got that. Yeah, it's absolutely rubbish. So, I mean, I kind of get with the Digimon thing that it's not got time to get boring. Yeah, because you're only doing once. Let me let me get back on my my, <laughs> I enjoy my track. Watching you so, <laughs> so the Digimon World series is a bit weird. Then there's the Digimon Story series. Now the Digimon Story series is quite long running. It started with the original DS. The problem is none of the games ever came to Europe at the start, and in America they were called Digimon World, but they weren't Digimon World. They were Digimon Story. Now Digimon Story are insular rpgs like final fantasy is mm. its own each one is its own story disconnected from the rest some of them have sequels if they want like uh crisis core for seven and dirge of cerberus or 10 that kind of thing but the digimon story games were their own unique stories obviously not coming out in europe hurts them but they were translated as world games which makes the whole thing quite complicated and hard to follow just that little nugget unless you unless you know you can't see where one series starts and another ends however ps4 two of the story games came out uh cyber sleuth and hacker's memory they are actually following on from each other they are bum blowing Mm. they've got a bit of a a budget game taste to them so did they come out over here badge does world no, they came out as Digimon Story. So with Cyber no, no tie to the original. No tie. Okay. So so they are the first ones to come out in Europe and they are the first ones to come out worldwide retaining their actual Digimon Story name. Hmm. And it's it's quite important because when you then see a Digimon Story game, you know what you're getting. You're getting a traditional JRPG. And that's a lot of fun. And when you get those traditional JRPGs, character design's better than Pokemon. The story is obviously the main thing. So it's got a proper story. It's not just go to the eight gyms. They are better than the Pokemon games. I, do you know what? I, I really wanted to try and sort of white chocolate this and say, no, Digimon's crap and I hate it. <laughs> it was just a copy of Pokemon. You know, the old kind of... I think of, Digimon's older than Pokemon I think that's well. the problem that you get, though, coming from this country is that Pokemon hit first really over here and it? It, it got big first but I remember having a Digimon Tamagotchi before Pokemon came oh. out those Digimon battle things yeah where you could link your Tamagotchis yeah. together I had one of them before Pokemon uh, so I, yeah see so if you go back like obviously I know now because I'm a grown up but you know if you'd asked me sort of 
15 years ago. Yeah. I would have just said, oh, Pokemon came first and Digimon copied it. But that's because of the chronology you get coming over here. Yeah. Um, it's difficult because I haven't really played many of the Digimon games. And I think that's entirely because of what you've just said. So I don't quite it's know what I was going to get. I don't know if I'm getting the right one. I did Digimon World. The one, the really frustrating one, you know, where it's kind of you basically you effectively go back to square one, don't you? And yeah, and it dies. And I just kind of did that. I'm not doing that again. Oh, okay. So the Digimon Tamagotchis came out in 1997. Pokemon came out in 1996 in Japan. We got it in 1998. So in the UK, Digimon's first. Huh. Huh. So I think there's been a bit of a resurgence for Digimon. The card game's actually quite big, apparently. I think yeah. people are playing that. Uh, but we try and get you into that next. You need a hobby. I don't think I can. <laughs> no, I don't need another hobby. The I just sold all the Pokemon cards. I can't then go. And well, you've buy got Digimon money then, so you can just go. Up. <laughs> got a couple of packs. There. So now they have got the Digimon story games coming out worldwide. Big happy. Very happy about that. Hope that continues. They have been mildly successful, so they probably should. They did a reboot or reimagining of Adventure on the PS4. Of Adventure, of World. So Digimon World is back yeah. as its own series, and it's back to the Tamagotchi-style roots. And now you've got this new thing that we don't know whether it's going to be a spin-off, Digimon Survive, or Digimon Survive will be its own thing, where the game's actually quite novel. It's like a visual novel like phoenix Wright, mm. and then it turns into tactics battles like final fantasy tactics so grid based battle system. this is the one you've just this had. is the one i'm playing at the moment it's the most niche thing i've ever played but it's clearly targeted at it's clearly targeted at about 30 year olds that haven't grown up so it's targeted at me basically they've just picked us out of a <laughs> yeah but it, it's very weird playing it I must have played about an hour and a half before I even got to battling. Mm. It's clearly not for kids. They don't. It's not like they swear or anything crude or anything like that. And it's not like the story is like really complex. You're not trying to read through by a Beowulf or anything. Yeah. Well, that's not a complex story, is it? It's hard to read. There's a difference. It I'm is, trying to think. It of a is complex... hard to read, buddy. But you're doing well. <laughs> Look, I've read what I read the Christopher Tolkien one. I did fine. I only had to text our friend Fred like <laughs> six or seven times. <laughs> what was the? I'm trying to think of. An, I can't. I don't read many complex books. I'm quite basic. Uh, like it's not Stanislaw. It's not Lem Stanislaw. There you go. Like Dad. <laughs> it's so it's, it's quite a basic that, story, it? but it's clearly not for kids. Yeah. Um. It's not go to the eight gyms. Like, yes. With a, yeah. And so they, they take that mindset and apply it to the characters as well. Yes, they look like anime characters because mm. it is an anime style game. But they're... And yes, the main character's wearing goggles. That's the thing in Digimon. The main character always wears goggles on top of her head. I don't know why. That's just sensible. It's, they're just doing, there for well, safety. A lot of like welding or... But the characters are fairly toned down. They are relatively normal looking and they don't hurt your face to look at i appreciate that yeah pokemon really seem to have been trying with that like the first they're, they're trying the, the, to annoy the initial, me well the initial charm was quite with that wasn't it like ash catching was a you know the voice for the english one was a bit whiny but he was yeah fairly normal kid gary oak was just like a bit of a chad yeah um, so 
the original Pokemon designs for characters, mm. not the Pokemon themselves, they follow the same. I'm just reaching for I'm my squash before Thomas Well, oh. either help you or hinder you here. <laughs> so, Pokemon designs used to be like Digimon, where they didn't seem that weird in their own world. But if you dressed like that, you'd look like a twat. You can't. You can't walk outside wearing Ash Ketchum's weird shirt thing. No, but I did learn from that kit. You know, the one right back at the start of the first couple of games, when they were really in city onto the. Uh, I like shorts, oh, shorts they're comfortable sorry. and easy to wear. And but, I've just do you know what stopped. I mean? Like the the characters, even the gym over. leaders, yeah. are their normal a step removed. Yeah, Misty and her braces. Yeah, it's it's weird, but it's not bonkers. She's not dressed like a giant flamingo or something like you, the like newer 800 ones. Odd Pokemon, and you went with flamingo <laughs> and stuff. Bullywag. But the the new gym leaders and stuff are crazy. Yeah, they they're pushing it yeah it, they're absolutely bonkers i think it's that starts with like crash awake and stuff like that even in black and white the the designs are bonkers like clay oh it's just yeah. absolutely and, bonkers and... yeah what ends a little bit what was the other guy the, the... gets this is he gets this i'm thinking I'll keep talking for a minute <laughs> yeah but you know pokemon uh the characters have been getting crazier and crazier and it feels like digimon have kind of tried to like backpedal that and get get to the place where they're wearing normal-ish clothes. And that's the, if, if you're You can character... identify all of their clothing. That's a t-shirt, yeah. that's a hat. Even Pokemon Go, actually, the outfits it gives you, I'm not walking around in, like, knee-length cycling shorts no. with a huge backpack on. But the professor in Pokemon Go looks like a weirdo. Oh, he, you're not letting your kid go yeah, to him. a fun day out with him. Oh, who was I looking for? Black and white. Um, I don't even know. I, I'm basically leaning on this because that was the best Pokemon game. It is Bugger the best it. Pokemon game. Um, now, I know what you're saying. And it's if the character isn't the the whole focus of the game, if you're not playing yeah. the character, like that's what you've bought, Lara Croft and Tomb Raider, that kind of yeah. thing, then the character needs to fade into the background a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, probably the nice thing is, I'll keep going back to it, probably one of my favourite games. Ever, like Nino Kuni, Oliver himself. Yeah. There's nothing kind of particularly bonkers about him. Crazy, yeah. He's not the kind. He's the kind of kid that if he was at school, yeah. he'd have walked past. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's just it's Oliver it's isn't finding down. himself in a bully circle. No, Th- this is the thing. So obviously, I am white chocolating this because I do love the Pokemon games. Less and less every generation, I think, but I do like them. I think the thing is the Digimon games, especially the story and this new survive one they're single player mm. for the most part there was a coliseum on the story games but it was janky shit no one no one used it they're, so it's a single player game with a rich deep story as rich and deep as a japanese rpg is gonna get it's still you know it's still baby story time yeah but at the end of the day that's what you come into a game for an interactive story not yeah you know but it, so it's like i guess it's just much more personal it's you're not going to text your mate about your squad because they don't care but digimon uh, pokemon they do care because they're going to be battling you <laughs> it's mu- it, like they've taken different yeah, paths doing, now so you're not doing a spreadsheet for you are we talking sort of in game squads with the digimon kind yeah, of thing? yeah so the digimon you're just using these ivs and yeah you're just using the best digimon yeah. you've got uh so yeah i, th- I think it's that the, whilst playing it the digimon games are a lot more personal 
it's your game, you're playing it, and there's some story there. I think that's what we found, though. I mean, like, Arceus was a bit of a shift, and that was fun because it was different, but it has become a little... If you're not doing it competitively... Yeah. It has become very stale. Go around the eight gyms, work out which mon has got a weird niche to it, yeah. and then spam that until somebody figures out a counter to it online, and so then it's kind Arceus, of going in the draw. Well, Arceus seemed you. like... Um, like a big step in the right direction of of like there was a bit more story mm. there. If you put Arceus next to something like Cyber Sleuth, mm. there's nothing there because there's 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 not enough story. It was a step in the right direction, but it's yeah, needed to be more of a leap if it was yeah. going to compare. Uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. I like Digimon more for certain things than I do Pokemon. Do you know? I th- and I I think I reverse white chocolated it a bit. Mm. for years and I think World killed it a bit for me because I can remember being very frustrated I'm never, as a kid never playing that again World that is just bonkers dumb. yeah um, you always get Numamon yeah because it pooed once when you weren't in a toilet yeah see this cheat disc I could duplicate items so I had like 99 portable potties in my inventory at all times. You should probably uh, find a real life one of those. <laughs> no, I enjoy to shit myself. But uh, yeah, I think that's the thing. And then obviously it, it drifted a bit from the popular conscience over it, didn't it? So it, every yes, time a Mon game comes out, you're getting it in Tesco. Yeah. You're not finding the Digimon games unless you go... They are specialists, yeah. yeah. They, you won't find the Digimon games in Smith's Toys. Yeah. And a week after the launch, you're not finding it in game either. You're gonna to have to go on Amazon for that hmm. because yeah. it's just it's you're not just picking not it up there. on a whim. No, like you're out shopping. You're, in, you're not gonna notice it. You might notice it six months later, heavily discounted. But you could flip a coin on whether it's gonna be heavily discounted or nowhere to be found yeah. and really expensive. Uh, it's, yeah, it's either gonna be in the four for three, or yeah. you're not finding it anywhere. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think. Um, so the first Cyber Sleuth got quite expensive for a little while there, but then and so when Hacker's Memory came out, I bought it new, even though I didn't play it. Hacker's Memory is the second one. Did I didn't play it for like a year because I was doing other stuff. And when I finally played it, it was like five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so I like paid full price for it for nothing. Uh, it's the way it goes. You didn't seal it unbuilt in the vault. No, I didn't brick see it. <laughs> Dickhead. Yeah, I just wanted to chat a little bit about Digimon. I enjoy... Do you know what else is good? Because some of the designs have always been so stupid. Yeah. And there's also, like, trash stuff like, oh, this Gabumon's the same Gabumon, but it's a different colour, so now it's a different one. And the colours do not make sense on it. Like, it's fluorescent pink and green. You're not very precious about Digimon designs. And because they just come and go, the games just have different Digimon in them. There's no, like, Pokedex. It's not a thing. You're not not having a living Dex in Digimon. No. Agumon's going to be in all of them. Gabumon's going to be in all of them. But there might not be, you know, Ikakumon might not be there. A little bit more like the Nino Kuni kind of thing where you've got just a a rolling thing of familiars and Mm -hmm. you're just picking them based on traits. You're not picking out a design. You're not finding Fido or whatever and going, I'm having that no matter how bad he is. Yeah. If he's crap, he's going in the bin. Definitely. So, yeah, that's just something that's... It's it's the nerdy thing that's been on my mind re- of recent days. That's kind of fun. I say of recent days. I started it yesterday, so of yeah. recent day. 
I think there's something to get into. Get I've still not. Uh, the next thing I buy will be Tiny Tina's, and I will eat that. Is up. that not out yet? No, it's out. I've just not got around. Oh, to okay. It. Yeah, I've been spending all the money on Lego. Third, the third game was so bad that I'm done with Borderlands. I couldn't get through it. I got to the. I was muting all second of the planet. Scenes. Yeah, it was. They were. They were fucking shit. Like. It was so insufferable it wasn't even that it like, just stopped me playing. Like, what's his name? Handsome Jack. You fucking hated Handsome Jack. Yeah. I think we've had this conversation yeah, on the on We have, TV. but it still rankles me a bit. But yeah, yeah I think I, I, I have. I've been looking for something to really kind of drift back into a little bit. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've, I've struggled with the Xbox and Game Pass to find something that I actually want to commit to. I couldn't get through Halo Infinite. Oh, I think, yeah, but you don't like the... The open world the bit. things. I yeah. like, that got me through. I like I I I, I like that little checklisty kind of thing. No. Just kind of tick that little objective off and I don't buy Ubisoft games for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> Climb this radio tower and turn it on. I'm out. I'm out. I enjoyed it immensely. But no, I know what you mean with Game Pass. There's there's a lot of stuff that I'm drifting. I'd drifted in Gears of War for a while. Mm. I haven't played a Gears of War since the first one. It's still it's it's a very it's a very consistent game. Yeah, I think I, think I have them all apart from the newest ones because it was in like a four for twenty pound. In fact, I think it was cheaper. I think it was like four for ten and you on three sixty games. Wall. Yeah, and I thought I might get around to playing them one day, and I never really did. Mm. But they're fine. They don't upset me that they're there. Yeah, they're nice to have. Yeah, there's a random copy of like FIFA that probably needs to <laughs> go in the bin. Oh, 07. I bet Ronaldo's not even on that. No, it's Rooney on the front. Rooney? Hey, see, you're it's a young Rooney. Yeah, I know I know my footballers. Yeah. I know Rooney. I know Ronaldo. Ronaldinho. No, no Ronaldo's. Yeah, I know both Ronaldo's. <laughs> and I know Teddy Sheringham. <laughs> and Gary Lineker. And Ooh. David Seaman, because his name makes me laugh. Yeah. David Seaman's voice is charming as well. I don't think I've ever heard him. He speak. sounds like chocolate. Do you know what didn't sound like chocolate, but wasn't that bad? It was white chocolate. Numbers of the Beast. Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast, Pudding Boys audience. The segment of the show, Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. Right now, we're working our way through the vast catalogue of Megadeth, and this week, it's Dystopia. I feel like we need to bring some energy to this. I because... think we need to stress that we're coming to the end of the vast catalogue of Megadeth. Um, yeah, it's getting it's getting good. Well, technically speaking, technically speaking, at the moment, as of today, yep, it is we're the at the end of Megadeth's discography. We could be forgiven of just ducking out. <laughs> we pretend that we don't stopping. know the new ones. Yeah, I feel like I need to bring some energy to this because... I had thought in my head that me dropping the the Digibomb was going to be a bit more controversial and we're going to get a little bit more silly with it. Actually, that was just me talking about how I like Digimon and explaining the games. You made some arguments and you actually talked me around to fantasying playing one. Yeah, it didn't didn't really have the effect I was going... I was going for more of a shock shock and awe approach, but... You just did a little bit too much research. I d- and, yeah, I yeah. just I just know too much just about Digimon. Just a little bit too well. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have justified it. I should have just white chocolate it. Yeah, Digimon's better than Pokemon. Next. Yeah. yeah, next. So is... Oh, man, gotcha, Force. No, we're not going back in, because it'll be another half hour of me explaining a game, and 90% of our listeners don't care. <laughs> they care about Numbers of the Beast. That's what we're here for. Let me get my numbers up. This album, Dystopia... It felt like uh, we'll we'll find out from the scores at the end, 
but I'm going to say before we start, and I haven't um, done my average, so I don't know whether mine leans towards this or not, but I'm going to say that this is going to be the best bad album or the worst good album, or not worst good album because there's only three good ones and they're at the top. This is the the worst of the mediocre middle ones. ground. Yeah, so I think out of the 14 albums that this is going to come... I think it's going to be pretty much bang in the middle. I think it might be on top of Euthanasia. I think so. Euthanasia is much worse than you, you think You it think is. it's going to be... Yeah, Euthanasia, so at the moment, I would say is the best bad, bad album. album. Second. Because it goes Euthanasia, so far so good, so what, 13, The World Needs a Hero, Fucking Super Glider and Risk. We- we deserve... I'm getting myself a treat. Yeah, I'm getting myself a reward. We've, Let's jump straight in toy. with The Threat Is Real. I get this a five. I I feel like I white chocolate a bit, giving it a four. It's quite good. I think it came in some good energy. I put the... Okay, so I've listened to the this whole album, hmm. whole album through twice. <laughs> so <laughs> no know. change from your normal listening routine. No, last one I managed once. This one, yeah, it's, well, this one's this, a lot better than last the, one. I, I've listened to bits of this a few times. The first, obviously, the first song on the album. I've heard this a few times this week. I've put a couple of these songs on on it. purpose. It's, it just gets on with it. Mm. It bangs along a bit. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit heavier, a little bit thrashier. It feels like Megadeth. Mm. It, I feel like, do you know when they were trying to come back and make the album more thrashier? What was it? It was after Risk. What was it called? Uh cryptic right no the world needs a hero world needs a hero that so, was 2000 well, that was before his arm injury and then yeah. we got the good one so they were supposed yeah. to come back and be thrashier but it still didn't work it was still pants i felt like this is what should have been that okay. and yeah yeah it was. it was when did this come out by the way it's 2016 it's it's fairly old yeah Dystopia. I give this a five as well. I give this a four. We've got I've a real been walking around humming. It's the, not bad. The Megadeth-ish, but not really main riff. And it's yeah, it's kind of. I, I think I said to you when we were talking about like, it's kind of like Hangar 18's riff in terms of the feel. Mm. But it's like it kind of grew up. It got a day job. It paid off all its debts. It bought a sensible car. Yeah, settled down. It's a karma version yeah. of it it's quite good dystopia quite a hummy kind of song i can't remember is it about anything in particular or just dystopian yeah. i think it's just a, like a resistance fight in a I dystopian so, landscape yeah. government did something bad yeah oh the threat is weird threat is real the threat is real <laughs> taken the threat hour, is real on. um lyrically is interesting because i think there's a verse there's a line in there that maybe alludes to um, immigration policies not mm. being as strict as Dave Mustaine would like. And I always thought of Dave... I, I think I've been clearly wrong. I always thought of him as quite a liberal person. But I think he may be, like, centre-left type. I think he... I mean, I don't, I think... I, I, I don't care that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, I mean... I, th- I think we've kind of established over the long, vast catalogue of yeah. Megadeth that probably best not to be too far into the lyrics. Yeah. they are done... And he a lot does of them, have they a go back. Done with a voice as well, aren't they? So yeah, they're done with this kind of big America kind yeah. of persona. Yeah, you, you don't know when he's being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, and maybe he's fallen into that trap where he didn't Sad. mean a particular thing. I mean, I don't, I don't really I don't have know. any bearing on yeah. it. I think I think he's he's not hiding in the woods, yeah. recording all his albums as a soundscape, John. <laughs> God damn it, John! So back to business. Fatal illusion. Yeah, this a four. No, I've got my 
I had skipped that link. I'd skipped that link, but now you've done it. I don't know why. Now you've chain breaking it. Yeah, I don't know why I keep thinking of... Because it's not like the the tracks are actually the same titles. They're just similar. It's just... You've got a lot of Primal Fear on the brain. Yeah, I don't know why. I've not listened to Primal Fear in years. I gave it a four. Uh, It was the drummer's four. He, you know, he was doing all the heavy lifting there. The guitars needed to be higher pitched. Yes. They're, they're quite low when they're coming in and doing like a round round. If they were like, wow, wow, it would have been a lot more thrashy, a lot cooler. Yeah, it sounds, it, this whole album actually suffers quite a lot from the fact that it sounds like more like a modern metal album. Yep. Not like a yep, thrash yep, yep, album. Yep, yep, yep. If they had done the thing where, you know, they get all the old recording equipment back mm. together, record it analogue, get their old guitars back from a collector. Right, I think, and it's it's a weird criticism. Like Halloween did for little, their newest album. It's a little bit like my criti- well, criticism, my observation on Gus, on Gus G's, nothing to do with it, I'll come to him later, mm-hmm. on Chris Broderick. Yeah. Kiko. Best Blue friend, Chris. No, no. This is the first album with Kiko. First one with Kiko lovely guy he does a youtube channel where he teaches you how to play some of these check him out he's fucking incredible mm. he's almost too good to be yeah. a megadeth he, he him chris marty to a point marty had a weird style yeah marty friedman is marty friedman but kiko chris these are the, this school of modern guitar players are almost competent. too kind of tidy perhaps not as much soul as marty i fucking hate that phrase go on fucking play the blues <laughs> but no i know what you mean it's not as kind of it's not as thrashy yes it's yeah. a modern metal and he comes Needs from some, a power metal background doesn't he kiko he's from yeah we've got another friend in the studio is he it's, oh he's outside is it a wasp yeah. another um, wasp yeah we, we don't have the nest those. anymore so we should be okay Excellent. death yeah. from within i gave that a four as well i gave that a five because it's I'm very mad. catchy i quite like it it's been done a hundred times. It's not original. Probably shouldn't have given it a five, but it's fun. I put I, it on twice. I'm really not mad about that. Yeah. I, I hovered on it, actually. It was a good time. It's Yeah, it's a good time. I can't say much more about it because it is quite generic, but it is very well put together. I think that's the problem. And compared to some of the earlier albums, well, not earlier albums, the, the past few, that actually functions as a song. Yeah, oh yeah. And it's some not, of not Dave's... Third, no. Not, it was 13, 13 it, has song, like has just, tracks that aren't songs. They're just... They are just riffs. Collections yeah. of riffs, yeah. It's him trying out amps in a guitar store. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was Death From Within. Bullet to the Brain. It's where it starts to slide for me. Yes. I gave it a three. Second. I would have preferred to give it a two. Second. But I can see that someone somewhere really likes it. It's very I, cliche. It's very cliche, but it's not, it's not bad enough to have appeared on something like Risk. Yeah. Do you know what I feel like this this song would be like bum blowing for someone that's only really listened to new metal? Yeah. If this is your first big boy metal song. Yeah. Yeah, you've come out of the You've only been listening to like corn yeah. and Deftones. Although aren't Deftones supposed to be very good? No, I've never I've really never really it. no. But no. I think I think there's a there's a thing that I think I might have lumped them in with other with stuff bands that, that I don't hated. deserve it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they might be their own thing. Some our, our, one of our mates time. will tell us. He'll text us. Yeah, after last time <laughs> <laughs> when he takes his thumb out of his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Post American World. I guess this a three. You're okay. dumb. It's a two. It's shit. No, no, no. This I'm, is crap. I was waiting for this as well because 
I thought it was going to be... Do you know the Americanistan? You know I've always actually called it as well post-American world. Post-American. That was unintentional. It's rubbish, and it's also just a worse, this was my life. Yeah. It's got the... It's rubbish. I don't disagree with anything you've said, actually. I think... Do you know what? I think at this point, actually, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. Both listens, I think, bullet to the brain, post-American world, and to a point, Poisonous Shadows yep, yep, yep. had passed before I really realised that... You know when you're doing numbers and you have to like really listen to the song? Yes. So At least so you know which one is starting and which one's finishing. So You, you don't, don't know where they start and end. I, I couldn't hum you anything from those three. No. Well, I put Poisonous Shadows as like a three plus. Fair. Because... Uh, so it went three, two, three. It's like a dip in the album... Poisonous Shadows probably suffers from being next to these two, because I think if it was in the 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 fours, it you would were in probably a good mood. yeah. I was in a bad mood when Poisonous uh, Shadows know, started. That explains how I think you're probably right on the money with that. Yeah, it's yeah. It if it had come at the start, it might have lifted the other. T- well, at least yeah. Concord Eye. Is this the um? Instrumental. instrumental yeah it's a three because it's got nothing to it see i me. give it a five and again it's, yeah but i you know i'm of but it's that like, kind I, of... I was thinking of like transylvania and lost for words and stuff see, like that i was still thinking of and we've discussed this in the past i like um my instrumentals to have a guitar that's being the vocalist yeah where there's like a, a lead guitar that takes mm, you through it yeah i like that this doesn't have that for me. See, I, I'm a probably a much bigger fan of bands that you know, like Angra that Kiko mm. was in, Firewind. With that's where I was going with Gus G. Oh, I don't like Firewind. I'm done, but we'll do it. No, you're done. <laughs> but you, you, you're you've, we've established from this. You're more on sort of the vocal. I thought you, I thought you said you're, we've established from this. You're more on. <laughs> also, you did. You do love Millennium of the Blind. So I, mean, I don't love Millennium. Of the, I think I gave it a four. I think it was six, didn't you? No, you did. Really? I bet you <laughs> oh, shit, that's a bit high. <laughs> you heard it here first. I've not listened to it again since the album. <laughs> yeah, probably that one. We'll skip past that one. Yeah. Lying in state. I gave it a four. I gave it a six. Oh, here we go again. I actually, <laughs> I quite like let's Lying go, in let's State. Come back to, uh, God, because that's... No, but it's... Do you not think it's got, like, a little bit to it? I think on a good album, this would have carried on the good times. Yeah, but... But this is not a good album. And a six is... So, it is the best of the yeah. worst albums. A six is high. Six is high, but I, I really liked it. Hold me a bit. I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do that on air. <laughs> You know, you just, I'm not Fuck really you. cross. I'm not as cross as mine with the blind, but I don't think it's more than a four. When we when we initially did that, uh, this has suffered it, from being but, but, Megadeth, hasn't it? Because when we initially spec'd a four, yeah. it was a fair song with a bit of a bop, and I think that's what this is. But because the rest of the back catalogue has been so variable and a lot of it's so fucking Yeah, bad. we're not... If this was against Iron Maiden, it would be a three or four. But it's not. Probably a bit lower. Maybe. <laughs> but you have to remember how... You have to remember Wonderlust. Yeah. Well, you've got to know that more than 50% of Megadeth songs are bad. Yeah, Dave parked a foreclosure of a dream on us at some point. Foreclosure so of a dream is a good song. That. You're dumb. The Emperor. Now, I see what he was doing with this. Mm. And if I, was in, if I was in a better place for the album... Yeah. I'd give it a three. 
I gave it a four and then put a minus next to it. I was probably going to come back and remove and go to a three. If I was in a better place at this point in the album, if I'd enjoyed the rest of it more, this would have carried on the good times. It would, yeah. I could have... This, I was saying to you when we were talking about doing the best of, there's not really a change of misery. There's not really something that I loved that you hated. No. Not, no this we've, could I have think been, we've been this was more fun. We've been in agreement more during Megadeth. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> For a lot of it. A lot of it's just bad. bad. I, I gave this one a little bit of a boost because it's got one of my favourite things, a short audio clip from a movie at the start. I love that. Hmm. Fucking love it. I can listen to a couple of Municipal Waste songs just because of that. It gets me through them. Yeah. Make no, Dave, it's from a movie. Not you just going, get out of the car, but shithead. It, yeah, <laughs> it was too quick, though. It was like a split second. Yeah. It needs to be like two seconds. Yeah, you need to get the yeah. clip. It's... I can't even remember what the clip was now, but I, I enjoy it. It was there, and yeah. it popped you along. Foreign Policy. I gave it a three because I gave it, it a three. better than the Sex Pistols kind of, cover. Yeah, it... I don't like punk. I really I don't. I, don't. I, I keep, wouldn't, as I get older, I don't like it more and more. I wouldn't have known it was a cover if and, I'm told. I've never heard of Fear. I, I had heard of Fear. Um, they are quite responsible for the kind of American punk scene. Which well, Thanks for that, lads. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where I'm sure it was real angry and brutal, but... It's not the UK. You didn't set fire twenty churches, did you? So you're not. <laughs> it's not the start of black metal. I, I, I've gone really, really black metal. This I've gone right back to me as like a teenager. You know, when I went down the whole kind of well, old like it, that explains why you've and... shown up wearing your wife's mascara today. <laughs> I thought you were just a bit more pale than I, usual. I buried my clothes in the back garden, <laughs> so I smell like. De- oh God. Do you know what? It's a good. Dumb. I, I'm going, but I'm, I've I've gone back into some of the books and that kind of thing. And you know, when you read them like this this far on, it's a little bit like it's a little bit angsty. Yeah, yeah. And punk always feels a bit like that. I get it. Yeah, you probably were kicking the living shit out of each other, but but yeah, that's not fun. That's <laughs> dumb. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. I'm not. I don't think you're cool for doing that. I think that's really dumb. Yeah, I've still got all my bones. Yeah, got all my bones, and they all work. What you come so, out with? Uh, I came out with 41 as a total. Consistent 42. We are very consistent on these. <laughs> this album. Yeah, I think we, the problem so is the albums are me. so inconsistent. There's not been enough... There's not been enough scope for one of us to love it yeah. and one of us to hate there's it because no, been so all over the place. Yeah, there's no Final Frontier here. Or... Ammo Lad. Ammo Lad, yeah. Those are two... Polarising albums. Fun times. Um, so I got 3.72 as my average. What did you get? 3.82. So 3.82. That's going to plop. <laughs> and I do mean, <laughs> and I do mean plop. Oh my God. Bang in the middle. It's not exactly where I thought it was going to be. It's one out. Is it and below euthanasia? It's above the euthanasia. Good. I thought it was going to come out above euthanasia. What I didn't realize is how close euthanasia and killing is my business were. It's come out 0.4, no, 0.04 higher than killing is my business. Every time we do business. this, I try and get cross and what think... What was it called killing again? Dystopia. 
Killing Is My Business is the first album, and it's Killing Is My Business was fucking dump. It had Rattlehead on it. Which that, we, Rattlehead's brilliant. We biffed it. We should have given Rattlehead an extra one each. And do you know what? If we had, which Killing would, would be one higher. But the rest of Killing Is My Business... Is crap. Is... You're not going back to it. No, no, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't that great. I, it was probably better at the time. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's part of the problem. Uh, yes, so I think, as a caveat, Dystopia should probably be ninth, and Killing should be should be eighth. I'm just going to have a look. If I gave Rattlehead the extra one, mm. it, if I gave Rattlehead the extra mark, mm-hmm. it would have lifted it above for me. And it would have lifted it above for me, putting it above Dystopia, but it still wouldn't put it above United Abominations. I think that's right. So it, yeah, United Abominations is a good album. It, it works there. So I'm just going to put in little brackets. Yeah, uh, Rattlehead. We're never going to talk about this again. Like, no, I'm just going to put Rattlehead was white chocolated. I don't think we realised. I think, especially for me, because my favourite Megadeth. I didn't realise it was going to get so bad. Rust in Peace doesn't get on. No, Rattlehead doesn't get on. Well, would probably considering wasn't a surefire hit for Rust in Peace. Like, it wouldn't definitely get on the album. I, I wasn't sure that Rattlehead would be on the best of. No. But yeah, it fucking would. Fucking yeah. the best of. It's probably... It's not one of the best songs. I know best of. It's the best fucking song. We'll talk about it when we do it. We're going to have to do it, aren't we, to bridge the gap? We're so. going to do it. A... So, yeah. So, next week, we're not going to do an, a Megadeth album because... We have to wait. Yeah, we've got to wait for the new album. We, we've just timed it wrong. So we're going to do our best ofs. And then the week after that, we'll we're going to we're gonna do some landscaping probably. But we'll decide closer to the time because we have to kill a week before the, yeah. the newer Megadeth album. Oh, we're going to do some gardening. Yeah. That sounds fun. No, some like Numbers of the Beast landscaping. Oh, I thought we were going like, to get just out. Talking about where it's going and, and, and stuff like that. Got to be careful what you dig up if you do landscaping. Yeah, especially in Dave Mustaine's Go bag garden. <laughs> Pudding of the week. <laughs> Welcome back, fellows. It is I. <coughs> Sorry, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding is rock. Not one of the ones that you fetched out the garden. No, nor was it the music. <laughs> Having coal for Christmas and rock for pudding. God, often times known, fun at Thomas's house. <laughs> often known as Blackpool Rock or Brighton Rock, it is a type of hard Why stick- Why do they name it after the shittest seaside towns? I do they not want people to eat this? Are, are there good seaside... Uh, Whitby? Mablethorpe? That's, that's mm. normally quite... Mmm. 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 Mm. It's a hard stick-shaped <laughs> boiled sugar <laughs> confectionery, most usually flavoured with peppermint or spearmint, and commonly sold at tourist resorts in the United Kingdom. A stick of rock should be between 1 and 2.5 centimetres in diameter and 20 to 25 centimetres in length. Blackpool rock is usually 
2.5 centimeters in diameter and can be as thick as 17 centimeters in diameter. Oh, that's the and boy that two looks like a meters long. Two meters? Two meters long. Do you, uh, do you, know, you, you, you always find, with, unless you get a really cool flavour of it, you're tired by the time you've got halfway through. Yes, Two fucking metres of You're it. not going to have any teeth left. You're That's a gag forward. gift. Yeah. You're buying that for a friend. Oh, it's probably about £30, and you think you're very though. funny. Yes. Now, we have a variety of flavours today. I'm not going to tell you them. Oh, I am going to poo. I'm going to hand them to Bloor and he is going to hand them to you and you're going to guess what they are. I'm just going to steal the small semblance of Bloor squash for it is very hot in here and he, he has drank most of it. Let me just finish it off for him. You can put some extra back in for him. <sighs> Farewell, boys! I never figured Thomas for a short shorts, man, but no, they were right up there. We could I see his Brian uh, Rock. I enjoy the handkerchief over his head. Yeah, that's a nice little nod to the. You know. It looks like a um, a postcard or a Viz comic. It's very Dad's Army, but they're having a weekend at the beach. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so I've got some flavors of rock here now. I I don't want to put them in my mouth after you've put them in your I mouth. I was going to say, have you figured out how you're going to do this yet? Because... They look quite robust. I'm not sure I can break them. Hmm. Want... Okay. Now, pass them to me and I'll break them for you. No, I can do it. They're, oh, actually, I'm very strong. <laughs> I, I forgot that. Yeah, you are, little buddy. You're I very forgot. strong and you can read. <laughs> I forgot how very strong I was. This is just a podcast oh, no. where we brag about our feats of strength and There we power. go. Right, I've managed to remove the label without touching your stick of rock. Because my hands are sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what I'm going to put in my mouth. But I think it's like still double wrapped or something or... Here's, so here's your first flavour. Okay. So what are we doing? Am I actually So you're going, going try to and try guess? and taste it. Is that wrapped or is that just wrapped? It just doesn't wrap the whole rock. thing. Oh, it's gone soft mm. in well, the heat. Probably quite a good thing, actually, because it means I might have some of my teeth left. Mm. Mm. Now, what do you think that is? That's a good kind of tropical smoothie kind of... Yeah, that's, that's the one good flavour. Mango and pineapple. No way! I saw the label. Oh, you didn't! <laughs> it is pineapple and mango. I saw it downstairs. That's the only one I saw. Okay, so you've ruined the game. But it's also fairly obvious from the fact that it's yellow and orange. It tastes like a tropical smoothie, and that's what they always I, put in them. I would have said tropical, I think. Mm. Okay. Mm. Oh, this is, I'm going to save this to get a taste you're, out of my mouth. You're going to want to do that. Yeah, that's very wise. Um, okay. This is the second one. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, it's got a little bit of label on it. Delish. Tasty. So that's going to add some flavour. Right, so I'm going to wait until you put this now, in your mouth this as well. Accurate, then I'm going to hate this. I can't get mine unwrapped. Let's have a look. Oh, it's got label stuck to mine as well. And plastic. Doesn't smell of anything. Hmm. I'm not getting a whole lot of flavour, like No. Blindingly inoffensive. Yeah. This does not Some taste kind of like, like what it's supposed fruit? to be. Like hmm? I in a blind test I would probably try and say like weak aniseed. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit like I'd probably be going. 
a lot of tannins mature all mm-hmm. the wine people do. Um, uh, you're not going to get this one, I don't think. That's a little, little bit of robot's bathwater. <laughs> it's tequila. Tequila. Uh, it does not. I would never have got that. No, that doesn't taste at all like tequila. It's not bad though. It's actually it's if, quite if nice. If it tasted like tequila, it would have gone in the bin. It in the bin. Yeah, that's actually. I'm going to finish that. Okay. Okay. Now this one. Now that we've the, the tequila one has revealed itself to be uh, not accurate at all, this one probably won't be as well. Hmm. Um, I think it's uh, that tequila one. It's almost like they've done it so that it won't upset kids. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't want. You're not getting kids pissed at the. A people. kid would buy that, thinking hoo, 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 alcohol flavor, and then think they like tequila. But really, no one likes tequila. It's dumb. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're only drinking tequila if you're so drunk that you've already gone back to the cash point. Okay, this is actually a little bit accurate. That doesn't. That smells. This is a bit more accurate than the tequila one. But it has like a weird like pepper. Cheap sugar. It does actually taste a bit like pepper. No, it's not pepper. It's in the similar vein to the tequila. Think of the bitterness. Your face. It's not good. No. No. I don't know why I took a second bite. No, I'm not good. Drain cleaner bleach? Piss. Pink, pink gin. <laughs> That's not very Fucking gin. Yes, because of the it does the bitterness. They're really straight. Is it hibiscus or something? The... Oh, I don't know what goes into gin. Mm. Piss by the taste. Of the yeah. That one's. It's not as. Um... I'm not mad. No, these are not accurate. Mm, yeah. Now you've said gin, I get it. I wouldn't have got tequila even if. No. You here's, really kind of. Here's your next one. There's only one more after this one, so you're doing well. You've got uh, one right, and you cheated, so well done. <laughs> oh, this one's very wrapped. Watermelon? What like that, maybe? This is awful. What is it? Oh. It's supposed to be chilli. Chilli rock. Tastes like tomato. It says... Hot chili rock, dare you try it? Yeah, I'm fine. Monster Munch is hotter than this, and not the flaming hot version, the pickled <laughs> onion. <laughs> the There's the no beef one. That's... I'm not trying to be big bollocks, but there is no spice no, in this. You know when you get chili chocolate, yeah, like the Montezuma stuff, and it warms the back of your throat. Or the scorpion chili chocolate that warms the back of your toilet seat. <laughs> warms the back of your anus. Yeah. <laughs> that's. This is just a bit just, rubbish. It tastes like tomato juice. Yeah. But you could eat a whole stick. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you know what? <laughs> well, I just had a second bite and got a little bit of heat. Go okay. put more in. Uh, <laughs> Let's go for it. I'm just going for it. Like, maybe I stumbled across... The seed. A pocket of seed or something. No, it's gone. Mm. I did get a, a tiny bit of heat. It tastes bad, though. Not wait not. It's not fun, no. No. But at this point, I think I'm going to be washing it out with the tequila, and then the mango and pineapple is going the to. The mango and pineapple was objectively quite nice. That tasting. was good. I would go back for that. Right. Oh, I forgot to break me off some. Oh, actually. Did you get a little bit of heat? A tiny a bit, bit of heat, heat in the throat. But the fact that it says "dare you try it," a baby wouldn't have any problems with that. I would probably choke to death. <laughs> Solid foods and like, really not supposed to. Mm. 
I think I must have crunched something around the side of my tooth now. It feels like a little bit what okay. like like peppery. This is silly. Like strawberry? Is, it's strawberry flavour, isn't it? Mm. You know what it's supposed to be? Fruit salad. Ganja flavour. Oh fuck off. This is this is just strawberry flavour. <laughs> let's have a look at the fucking label. That is the dumbest thing I have ever seen. Yeah. This is the nicest one. That's delicious. Yeah. It's straw I, I really do hope it's not got like C B D oil in it or something. <laughs> they're not putting they're not putting C B D oil in fucking rock from the on from the No, beach. it's just sugar. It's strawberry flavoured. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's to its credit. Yeah. But like once again, it's strawberry flavour, so they've made it so that if a kid bought it they think they're really cool. When it's poking out that little Adidas man bag. Mm hmm Oh god, yeah. That little thing they keep their vape in. Oh. In their North Face jacket. Oh fucking. With hell. their hood up because man's not hot, is it? Man's never hot. Hmm. Well, they were they were thoroughly, thoroughly disappointing. In a fancy, I'm going to finish. Which, I, I'm going to finish the Ganja Rock. Yeah, it's nice. Mm. Which I think goes um, hand in hand with Seaside Rock. Because mm. it is shit. These didn't it's, even have names in them. It's a weird gift. Mm. You kind of basically saying we walked past the store on the way back to the car. Yeah. And thought kind of had to get you something. But I didn't want to break a tenner. Yeah. Yeah, it's... We've come to accept it as, as English people. Mm. And we should probably not have. Mm. You're not... I think it was a scheme by the Welsh. Um, because I I don't think it... I think they've called it Blackpool and Brighton Rock uh, to try and trick you. I think it comes from... Tem is it Tenby? Well, probably, because Blackpool and Brighton... Tenby, are, that is know, a, that's a place. If you were trying to think of a beach, but you'd never actually been to one, mm. they're probably what you would like. I'm going back into the mango. I'm going to finish the kit. The, these one. have gone soft in the heat, which helps. Um, yes, yeah, you can actually eat them. If these were hard, I'd be annoyed by now. There would be way worse mouth sounds. Yeah. You, now you're just getting, like, movie sounds, kind of. The kids at the front. From crinkly papers. Tequila, actually, tequila's quite nice, but it's definitely more fruit than... The Ganja one was by far the nicest. Mm. But that's because it was strawberry flavoured. I think as well, because rock is just made in someone's back room. Mm. It's They could just do whatever the fuck they want. There's no, oh. there's no name on this, no label. Big lump of the tequila one. Mm. And I took the breath afterwards, and I did get a little bit of, like, very cheap alcoholic taste. Oh, well, there you go. It wasn't great. It was a lot like, you know, when. Do you know what it's a lot like, actually, on a note from earlier? You know, when you have really cheap rum and raisin fudge mm. and it mm. basically tastes like you've got meths and raisin? Yeah. White spirit and raisin. Meth, I was going to say, not meth. <laughs> not meth. I don't think. <laughs> Step up from the ganja flavour, <laughs> crystal meth. That's why everyone's chewing each other's faces on the seafloor. Oh, no. Bath salt like flavour. I'm surprised Thomas didn't slip some bath salts in one of these. It seems like this kind of deal. He might have. I know for a fact. I, well, we all know. We've all watched the YouTube videos. I know how rock is made. Right, Tom Scott. It's just it's just a bit of flavouring in there. Flavourings aren't that expensive, you cunts. Mm. You could have actually put some in, not just shown it the bottle. Mm. 
What's your um, scale? And I hope it's got a bottom end. <laughs> I actually got one before I came here this time. Oh. Hmm. So, t- I didn't even know you were going to talk about Pokemon, did you, Mum? Oh, cool. We're going to put this on the tiers list for Pokemon Go, because we're playing it yesterday. I think we've done... Battles. Haven't we done Smogon tiers already? Well, we haven't done Pokemon Go tiers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, come on, cut me about I, I came up with a scale before I got here. Is that not enough? <laughs> um, That's a big step in the right direction. So, if I just play Pokemon Go... You'll know how this kind of works. Mm. You use Stardust, which you get from doing certain things. You never get enough of it to teach your Pokemon extra moves. So you can have two like heavy moves and one light move kind of yeah. thing. Um, and then you get them. You give them Stardust to get them up to a level. And these tiers basically are based on the level that they're at. So you have a combat the CP. Point. Yeah. So you've got Threshold. Great you've Ultra. Got great League, named after the balls. Yep. Um, yeah, actually, they do a baby cup every now and then, but I'm not mm. going to count that one because it's too inconsistent. Yeah, they have great league, which is up to what we call 1500 yes. CP, which is pretty attainable. There's ultra league, which is up to 2500, and then there's master league, which is unlimited. Some man, I think, can get up to about four and a half thousand. Yeah, yeah. So master always seems like master's what's, dumb. What's the point? Yeah. Master's garbage. Yeah. It's all legendaries. So it's all what it Dialga and friends. Mm. And it's all people that play all day every day, isn't it? Exactly, because to get enough Stardust to raise one of these Pokemon, it's a bit like playing the game, you know, you have to play you have to battle for years yeah. to get a level hundred Dialga without And I, I guess to a point it's kind of like cool, it gives someone that is playing it a lot something mm. that they've achieved there. Don't but I'm not going like to be. No, I'm, I'm not going to be playing. I'm not that. playing it that much. I'm not putting yeah. money in. I'm not putting actual GVP no. into it. So Master League is really dumb. Great League's where all the fun is. You can I get prefer some Great cool, League, and you get some cool mon in there because they can't. Yeah, you can play with a Breloom. Yeah, like Galvantula is a beast. Yeah, you're not using Galvantula in the Master League. It's going to get split in half. Yeah, um, Rock definitely isn't the Great League. It's not that much fun. No, and. I don't think it's the Master League. It's not that prestigious. Right. See, I was thinking it might be Master League because it's dumb. Over, I, I, I was toying with Master League because it's kind of overblown and it's always a letdown when you get in there. I think it is. I'm going to give it Master League. Yeah, I think you're right. I was going to say it's prestigious, but it's not really. It's just some kid that's got hold of his parents' credit card and bought, bought a willy-shaped lollipop. Oh, God damn, the dummies. The ones yeah. that you get—they're like, worse. The dummies are worse. You get a third of the way through it, and then you actually now I feel sick and I'm tired. My jaw hurts, and yeah. I feel and I look like a prat. My yeah. lips are sticky. Yeah, yeah, and you can't put it back in the plastic because you're never getting that no, off again. No. It's going in the bin. It's a big push pop. You've spent three pounds on a oh, and you're spending more like ten now. Oh God, I bet. You spent ten pounds. I'm thinking those big dummies, you know, yeah, the stupid ones. What the ones that buy the sugar dummies? Yeah, <laughs> it's going Dummy or bin. bummy? Bef- it- <laughs> it's going in the bin before you get back in the car to go home. Yeah, where it belongs. It's trash. Rock. So, but rock's not as bad as the dummies. By no, far. rock. If you get a good flavour, uh, if you oh, went actually, to a, no, if you to- went to a, pre- a prestigious rock shop and they gave you peppermint and they actually put flavouring in it, Toga Kiss plays in the Master League. Yeah. He's completely viable in the Master League. Togekiss is, is an amazing time. time. Yes. And if you get a really... That mango and pineapple one that we just had, that was, was okay. delicious. That I was enjoyed okay, that. Yeah. 
I would say if you went to like a really good rock shop, because they're all making their own rock these days. Mm. Or, you, you know, you go to one where they make their own rock. With a cool flavour, something a little different. Yeah, but not like tikka masala flavour. No, no, something I'm, silly. I'm thinking Not a gag like, gift. No, I'm thinking like... Uh, Coconut and banana, like some kind of like no, something nice. smoothie. No, fuck you. Coconut's brilliant. Salted caramel. Uh, yeah. You're getting yeah. coconut and banana, but you're not going salted caramel. Yeah, I would go coconut over caramel every time. All right, you're with the blind. Jesus Web. Do you know what? Where can you find the PBs if we're still together? Just sauntering along the <laughs> seafront in our shorts. Well, you know, we're going to be walking on the seafront with our tops off. But not like the actual beach. No. We're going to be oh. walking through the town with you know our tops what? off. It's not that fucking hot. PSA, yeah. Even on the hottest day, put your t-shirt back on, you chavvy scum. <laughs> We're available on YouTube on the channel Podding Boys. Please subscribe and leave us a comment. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. <gasps> Remember to subscribe, follow, auto-download, or whatever it's called on your platform so you don't miss an episode. Also, if it's an option on your platform of choice, please feel free to leave a glowing review the sugar's hitting me now we are also on instagram and facebook which is a fun place to check out the sometimes quite strange piece of artwork i create for every episode farewell everyone sleep tight did we tell them they've got to do a megadeth best of to join in with us oh do a megadeth best of do yeah i don't know if we actually cemented i don't think we did we're doing a megadeth best of yeah do it it's gonna be rust in peace (laughs) right limiter Three songs off, off an album max. How, wait, how many do we have to do? Is it 12 again? Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, wait, no. wasn't it 10 and two bonus? No, it was 12 and two bonus, wasn't it? Oh, uh, well, I, I can't think of any bonuses. 12 seems like a lot. No, we'll do 12. You can only have three from any particular album. Oof. You do not have to include songs off every album, obviously. I'm not going to. <laughs> because some of them aren't best. We'll ponder on this, guys. You put together your own 12 songs... And we'll see you back here next week. Cheerio.